0: Well, as promised, I am at the Church of East Village, and this is going to be our Saturday sit-down with James Twyman. First of all, I played this interview for what we did yesterday, leading into last night's concert. I played the interview, and my mom's like, I know James, so you are beloved in our household. I just oh, want that's to so cool to know. And uh, so thank you for having us out tonight. Uh, when I first got in, I, I, I was, you know, I felt... The presence of God mm. and you are feeding the least of these which is the first big thing of tonight mm-hmm. uh, last night that I realized to have a home and a, and a meal and the music you're really changing people's lives with this I could see it now well from
1: the very beginning this was to imitate the great imitator of Christ okay. St. Francis of Assisi he only had one goal and that was to see if it was possible to do what Jesus said not just talk about it. And this is what Jesus said, to to love one another, to serve the least among us. And Francis took that literally. And, you know, I remember when I was 18, I became a Franciscan. I, I joined the order, but the joke is I never lived better than when I was a Franciscan. Okay. We had nuns cooking for us and cleaning for us. I, I, I never had a sense of that original vision. And now I do. Traveling across the country penniless, with no money, no credit cards, nothing, totally on the trust uh, and the goodness of 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 others, and of God, you know, just to to be inspired by that, Uh, it brought me closer to Francis than I've ever had been before. So imitating Mm -hmm. him, who was the great imitator of Christ, serving the poorest of the poor, uh, the people
0: who who need our love and support, This is what it's all about. And so you are doing the work of both Christ and St. Francis of Assisi. I hope so. And you're very proud of that, and I can see it through your music, which we'll hear about, hear from a little bit from last night's concert. Um, How much research went into St. Francis to get you to this point? You know, I've
1: been with Francis almost all of my life, so the stories and uh, the things that he encountered and experienced are very much in me. But I did have to go back and, and read... A little bit but you know this musical came from a book that i wrote recently called giovanni and the camino of saint francis uh and it's a book it's a novel and i figured if i'm going to be on the road sharing this novel i should do something that's experiential so i i wrote this musical In fact, one of the things that inspired the musical was a quote that I heard from a very unlikely source. Vladimir Lenin said, he said, the Russian revolution failed. What we really needed were 10 St. Francis of Assisi's. I thought if an atheist is going to say something like that and see the the power of someone who is dedicated 100% to peace and to love. Well, that says something. So that's why I wrote the musical, because I said, "Okay, I'll be number 10. Okay. Who are the other nine? And maybe that's what this world needs more than anything, Uh, people who are fully dedicated. Uh, So traveling around the country, around the world, really, just being witness to this is the greatest joy. It's the greatest experience of my life, and I don't want to do anything else, to tell you the truth.
0: And New York City, I mean, when you walk around or I roll blade around, you do see some disparity on the streets and such. So to have them come here and listen to you, what does that mean to you?
1: You know, the Big Apple is a unique animal, as you're saying, and we did 18 shows on the way to New York in 18 cities, and all of them were extremely well attended. I knew that coming to New York uh, was going to be a different experience because we've been on the street every day passing out tickets to the homeless, in the cold. And to tell you the truth, it's been hard to find many because it's so mm-hmm. cold out. Right. They're all out in <laughs> shelters and other places. So tonight we only had a few people. And last night a, a bit more, but not many. But it, it just goes to show that it doesn't, that the numbers don't matter. Right. It's one to one, heart to heart.
0: And if you can touch one person, that's, Precisely. that's what you need to do. Precisely. And then you look in this, who was here at the concert? You had kids, you had people of all ages. To know your influence on yeah. even the next generation. Yeah. What does that mean?
1: Well, you never know. You know, this young guy standing right next to us who's probably 11 years old. Who knows where these seeds are going to go or, or any of these other people who came off the street. These are seeds that are planted in our hearts. And it's not up to me to know how they're going to sprout or grow. That's right. up to Christ to know. And they're, they're yeah. watered by love yes. and that's, that's my only role. That's the only thing for any of us, is just to be willing to plant those seeds.
0: You know, I was just thinking as you were singing, and we've been dealing with a nine-year-old that was bullied in Australia. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm-mm. And there's a video of him. He wanted a, a nine-year-old wanting to kill himself. And mm. now there's a bunch of GoFundMe. But if we could only touch the people that bullied him as well as him, that would make a big difference in this world.
1: Yeah, sure would. I mean, people are just looking for love the bullied and and the bullies. Uh, there's, there's a line in A Course in Miracles that says everything we ever do is either an act of love or a call for love. Therefore, the only proper response is love. Yes. And if we can just allow it to be that simple, then to apply it to our lives happens in a simple way, in simple connections, relationships, in ways that we can't even begin to imagine.
0: So we are promoting this on a podcast. L- let's say... As you say, there are people on the ground that you guys are trying to touch, bring into these concerts, but people who may have the ability to listen to the podcast, what can we do to help you on this journey?
1: Oh, goodness. Um... I don't think it's really so much about helping me. It's about helping each other. Being willing to, the next time you're on the street, look at someone in the eye who is homeless instead of just walking the other way. And just, even if you don't give them any money, just talk 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 to them a little bit. Give them some love. You know, traveling penniless, as we have been, people have been giving us a lot of money, but we always tell them we can't keep this we're going to give it away and so one of the most fun things for us has just been going on the street giving five dollar bills to people mm-hmm. uh, who need wow. it and or buying them a sandwich or bringing them in to give them soup here at the event uh, and i think that's the thing that people can do is just love one another
0: and when you dine with the homeless and the population of least of these what's that like for you dining with them just it's like to dining with the
1: christ you know, if I can just remember that, whether I'm with the prince or a pauper, okay. <laughs> it's really, it's always the same. That's the key. It doesn't matter. What it looks like is not important. what What is important is to look through the disguise and to see that behind every mask is the face of Christ.
0: I believe that, I think, and I also believe that you mentioned atheism and Lenin. I think that God works their way, his way into the atheist heart as well. Sure. The, the thing, what I find is that, and what I love about this is you're not forcing Christianity, you're saying God's there. Yeah. Will you walk with him or will you not? And, it's, and I like that approach because people will find him eventually. Would you agree?
1: I totally agree. In fact, there, there's a line that I've been using a lot that, that the beginning of which shocks mm-hmm. people. I, I say, I don't believe in God or at least I don't believe in a God. Okay. What I believe in is only God. That's all there is. And that's just another way of saying that only love is real. Yes. And God is everywhere. God is in everything. And, and so we, I think we need to stop thinking about a God that's somewhere outside of us and to know that, that God or the Christ is, is, is in the homeless person. It is in you. It's in me. It's in every single one of us. And if we can have the sight as Jesus did or, or any illumined master to see that and to right. honor that, then we, we know that God is everywhere
0: present. You talked about eye contact just a couple minutes ago. and. I think that in today's world, nobody does that anymore. We're all on our phones. We're all on our... So, when you do make eye contact with those on the streets, what, what do you see in their eyes? What do you see in them? And do you see a willingness to, yeah, we will come and be part of this?
1: Sometimes, when you look into each other's, into other people's eyes, you see sadness, you see concern, worry, grief. But I've also found that when I can look through that and just be present with them something shifts you know this happened yesterday there was a guy named Jerome who we met when we were passing out tickets and I saw Jerome like halfway down the block and he just was so downtrodden and so sad and we just spent some time with him and we loved him we brought him here we fed him by the time he left he was just on fire with love it's amazing and to me that's the work you know, we can do grandiose things, but I think it's the simple things like that that make right. the difference.
0: And all you're doing to change someone's heart is playing that song. And as I said, music touches these That's peoples. right. It touches you and me as well. Yeah.
1: You know, St. Augustine said probably 1,600 years ago, when you sing, you pray twice. Mm. And that's the power of music. That's why we sing. That's why music is so important, because it goes deeper. It, it, it slips around those intellectual filters and goes right into the heart. And that's what we're called to do, is to go to the heart of each person we meet.
0: And I think the importance of the space we're in right now, I mean, you can feel his presence here yeah. when you're singing. Isn't that amazing? We
1: we could have easily chosen some little theater, some little black box <laughs> place, but no, when I came here, I thought, this is the perfect place. This, uh, West
0: 13th. Yeah. And you're going to have a residency here now until the end of the month. That's month right. 1st, right? That's right, exactly. So have you considered also going to the homeless shelters and saying hey here's what we're doing what, what's the uh, yeah we've saying?
1: been doing that yeah we're actually staying in a homeless shelter uh, while we're here to be with the people um we've been going to soup kitchens we've been going to to, to 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 day centers and lots of different places just to to be with the people
0: and what what would you say the mood is uh, in these shelters is there a, a sense of hope a sense of downtroddenness what's the mood you
1: know for? actually i i, I Surprisingly, I would say there there has been a big sense of hope Good. and community that we've encountered. And when we go in and I just take out the ukulele and start singing a song, you can really feel that come together.
0: That's beautiful. Well, can you give us an experience? Like what?
1: Well, we've been in so many. We we started off in uh, Santa Barbara, and we were in a beautiful day uh, place there, and uh, in Phoenix, and in Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. Was special because there really was that energy at the beginning of just sad. But then when we, we started singing those words together, uh, I forget what I forget the song we were singing that really opened things up. But when we sang together, mm-hmm. you could feel the energy lift, and everyone was just, they left
0: you know, walking It's so on interesting it. you talk about Ann Arbor because all I can think of is Michigan football, you know, and mm-hmm. the aggressiveness. And then they were right. touching those that may not be interested in football or whatever, but that there is a side to Ann Arbor besides football, right. which is, which That's is important right. for people to realize. Of course, you know? of course. Just like the city, we love our sports, but man, there's a whole different animal That's to, right. to that. And there is a sense of spirituality here. I think that it's not tapped into as much as it should be. Do you have any advice or do you have anything where people say, saying, yeah, I want to be spiritual, but I don't find it out with you? You know,
1: it's, it's a discipline. We we have to discipline ourselves to look through the mask mm-hmm. and to see what's really there, to see the face of Christ. Now, to me... The Christ is not just Jesus. The Christ is everywhere and in everything. And I sometimes imagine like, you, you know, those old Halloween masks we used to wear as kids that have the slits for the eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I sometimes imagine that if I look deep enough into their eyes, I'm going to see through the slits to the to the real self, to the mm. Christ that's within them. If we just spend a half hour a day. Just doing that blessing everyone that we come in contact with Mm -hmm. within a minute you're going to feel the difference you're going to feel yourself being lifted because like the prayer of saint francis says it's in giving that we receive it's Mm -hmm. in loving that we are loved the more we give this away the more we experience it ourselves so when people ask for simple practice that's that's it right there just be willing to see what's really there
0: over the last few years i found myself like shifting away from that and going to the hard news because I'm a millennial, and I also feel like there has to be more than one or two voices in the young generation. Anyway, my, when I'm at an event like this, it's like, why am I even covering the hard news when I should be covering spiritual stories? Right. So maybe I can ask you, how can I balance that out? Because I feel like there could be more light shined on what people are doing.
1: I think if people like you do start <laughs> to cover stories like this, then you'll see that there there is a great interest and a great need. You know, the old saying, if it doesn't bleed, it doesn't lead. You know, that that's our old idea about news, that it has to be negative. It has to be something bad happening. No, let's report on good things that are happening. That's what we need. I mean, gosh, this world right now is in such need of positivity and Amen. love and compassion. And it's through people like you that those stories are going to get out.
0: And I do feel like on any side of the aisle now, everybody's focused on one thing, and we have to redirect that focus because, as I was saying the other day, um, this guy, Ryan Newman, crashes his NASCAR, and everybody focuses on that guy. Why don't we focus on the person next to us? That's what it's about. Right. Like, And I think God, through the TV screen the last few months, has been showing us, hey, it's about you and me mm-hmm. and not what exactly is on the TV screen. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's so simple, really. And it's, Tonight I, I ended with a song... And the words are, uh, stay simple, stay humble, and stay awake. To me, that's the whole teaching, to keep it simple mm-hmm. and always remain to be humble. This is not about me having an answer or thinking that I know more than anyone else, because I don't. Uh, but if I can remember that, then I will be awake, and, and I'll be able to play my role, and you'll be able to do the same thing. So, thank you.
0: Oh, well, yeah, and you moved everybody here with your seeing So, I guess the million-dollar question is, how do we stay simple in a crazed Always text message. Always update world. That's
1: the trick. And I don't know what the answer is because it's going to be different for each one of us. How do
0: you stay?
1: I sing. I pray. I meditate. And I just try to remind myself that this is what I really want. You know, Mm -hmm. it's about desire. You have to really want this. Yes. Jesus said, Seek first the kingdom of God and everything will be given to you. I like to think, Seek only the kingdom of God. Mm. And then everything, you'll realize that everything is already yours. And that's the simple truth. And... I just want to stay there and just keep reminding
0: myself. Well, we will also remind listeners, and then there's a website you got. We can reach you at. Is there not?
1: Well, they can go to my website, which is James F. As in Francis Twyman, T W Y M A N dot com. Or if you want to get the schedule for the the musical, it's Saint Francis dot com. That's cool. S T Francis dot com.
0: And I looked at that. I see you're looking for volunteers, and you're also you do work with the nuns and the monks is it by in Christ?
1: many places yeah i mean we've we've done shows across the country in convents and churches and missions and theaters and homes you name it we we did a
0: concert there well i'm very excited to air this and thank you so much it's been james my twyman. pleasure so nice thank you alex blessings to you thank you and god bless you and this is the saturday sit down with james twyman